Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And as promised, Giants fans, I'd now like to introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, the MVP frontrunner. If anybody else got to say something different about that, then come see me. I'm right outside exit eight off the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh. I'm about that. Big trust. Woo woo. Chris Bizignano. Hey, Chris, how you doing, buddy? Wow. That was some introduction, man. <laughs> I watched the Mark, the Mark Ingram, Lamar Jackson one, and then, then the guy did it on, um, for ten, I forget who did it for Tennessee, for Derrick Henry. And I was like, oh, I'm introducing Chris like that. Of course, I, I don't have the, the street cred for it, but I, I gave it a shot. So, anyway. All right. That, that was a unique uh, experience. Big trust. Woo-woo. Is that supposed to be, is that good? I mean, I think it's good. I, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who, who the hell knows? But anyway, um, all right, buddy. It's been a while. It's been uh, what a week. I miss you. Uh, I miss doing this. We. Uh, it's like uh, so much has happened. And uh, first, I, I, you know, we're. It's it's been like six or five days or so since the presser. Um, yeah. I, I do want to talk about the. Uh, what do you think? The presser. Think? The presser heard around the world. Um, first impressions. A plus, buddy. Yeah, uh, he knocked it out of the park, right? I, it was. Um, yeah, you fired up, man. I wanted to play myself after the press yeah, was over. Yeah, I got news for you. So there's some of the ex giants that would <laughs> a deal and talk, and they were all fired. Man, yeah, I, I can imagine. Guy, I know? mean, it was almost like, um, yeah. like they said, Minnie Coughlin. Uh, it was very, uh, very direct. Um, there was like a purpose to his press conference, and mm-hmm. the reason I say that is we can get into it a little later. Um, taking the advice of our, I guess, Jedi master, whatever you'd call him, our pseudo agent, if you will. You know, he said, you guys should, should look at the, the other pressers and, and compare them. So I watched the Shermer one about three times. The mm-hmm. McAdoo one was short. And just the differences between those and this one uh, were very stark. And it was amazing to see the difference. But, man, he, uh, you know, he was serving, volleying um, the questions from the media. I thought, he was, I thought it was tremendous. Yeah, yeah, he was well. Well, you could see why uh, you could see why he blew away Maratish and all of them, right? Yeah. And the best part, Jerry, is that <clears throat> he went into the interview. You know, most of these guys they go into the interview, they got these folders and binders and all kinds of crap. You know. Yeah. Like I'll tell you what I'll do on third and two in a forty yard line. You know, and he came in with nothing, Judge. Nothing. Yeah. No notes, no notebooks, no film videos, nothing. He just walked in and said, "Hey." I'm your guy. Let's talk football. And that's what he did. And you have to <laughs> admire that. Because, Chris, I imagine if they interviewed you, you'd go in with that similar attitude. Yeah, like, oh, I, would have no, I wouldn't have one note. Right. <laughs> I like, would have, yeah, I would be, well, uh, so, I mean, that's what he did, Jerry. And, yeah. and I, know, I know I saw Gettleman after the press, and he was talking to some of us. And Gettleman said, he goes, I had to walk away. After a while, he told me, all right, Dave, uh, let's wrap this up. Because he said he, lo- he just loves sitting there listening to the judge talk football. You know, it's all the more impressive when you hear, you know, you know, he's 38 years old and he, right. he just had a commanding presence. Now, okay, we got to mm-hmm. win, right? But, you know, step one, mission accomplished. They, they seem to get a guy who gets it. And, you know, you know they, the vision that he had for the organization, going to hold everybody accountable, going to teach mm-hmm. the players. The, my, favorite, my favorite sound bites, and I know they're sound bites, but if he can hold true to these, God bless him. You know, no square peg in round hole. I mean, oh, that, mm. that, tell me that wasn't music to your ears. Like, you know, stop putting guys in a position because that's your system. And they've right. done that since, they've done that forever. I mean, I, it goes back to Dan Reeves when he did it, right? Like, you know, 
Parcells and, and Belichick got that. Like, play to your players' strengths. Uh, scheme around them, what they do best. And he kind of drove that home. Right. You know, the other thing was just personally, like, every Giant fan had to love hearing, you know, you're going to be proud to spend money on this team. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. when you spend your hard-earned money. And, and, you know, I know it's corny, but that's the stuff that speaks to fans. Those were the oh, two yeah. things that stuck out for me. I know there's a lot more we can get into, but those two, yeah. I was like, oh, I love this guy. Well, you know what, Jerry? It's not corny, dude. Right. It's not corny because right. you know what? People like putting a giant sh- jacket on and shirts. Yep. Right? And what he was basically saying to the fan base is, hey, you're going to be proud to wear that again. And let's, let's face it, Jerry. There's a lot of people that aren't proud to wear that right no, now. No, you're, you're almost – you were embarrassed for a while. It's true. Right. I mean, because so it's really not corny, dude. I mean, a lot of people feel like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. A lot of people want to throw that giant jacket back on, man. Uh, come out and say, oh, hey, you guys are four and twelve again. Oh, you know. Yeah, you get it from every fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, I like. It. Listen, you could tell how much Belichick influenced them, right? Oh, I mean, yep, the, yep. he said that round, you know, around the the peg and around hole and the hole in the peg and all that crap, whatever mm-hmm. the hell he said, right? You could tell. That's Belichick all the way, which is nothing wrong, Jerry. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you I know? loved it. I loved it. Um, you learn, you learn, you learn from the best, right? Yeah. Yep. Jerry, the thing that really hit me, and you know, I've been on this soapbox now for like a while with Sherman when he was here. Mm-hmm. Accountability, buddy. Yeah. When he mentioned accountability, and when he mentioned about if you're not getting the job done, you're you're not going to be playing. I don't care if you're a number one pick. Oh, I love I that. I don't care if you're an undrafted free agent. If you're getting the job done, yeah. you're going to play, yep. right? I'm sorry. We didn't see that here. There was no accountability. And when he, and then when Sherman did try to hold somebody accountable, it was too late. Week right. 15, yep. week, week 16, you know, game 16, uh, 15, I should say, you know, like that. It was too late. Yeah. All of a sudden, he sat down, guys. But every time he made a move, Jerry, it was too late. And it was right? what Banks would always say, too many guys on scholarship. Right. So, you know, I like when Judge said that, basically telling these guys, hey, if you're going to half, you know what, on a play, or you're going to get toasted time and time again, you're not, your butt's not going to be in there. I'm taking you out. Right. And that's what the NFL is about. You, you can't, the Sherman just, was just like, you know, there was nobody accountable. Please give me a break. You know, guys could just play mediocre football for week after week after week and still held their position, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and look, and that was something like that I, hit me the most. Like yeah. I said, I, I watched both. The McAdoo one I'm going to throw away because it was, wasn't very long. He was already in the organization. He wore a, a size 75 jacket. He looked like a, <laughs> it looked like a, a moron going to the, right. uh, the presser. Uh, right. spoke, spoke vaguely, uh, thanked people for three minutes, mentioned names. It was crazy. Shermer's, what I came away with Shermer's press conference, and the, and the reason I, I, it was smart to go look at the, the difference between these two, when Shermer took the, the podium, it was more like a, a sigh of relief that there was someone who knew, f- who, who seemed to kind of grasp football more than McAdoo, even if it, he wasn't football. the... He knows, he knows football. Yeah, yeah. Right, like he wasn't the leader that we all wanted, but it was like, no. okay, things will settle down now a little bit, right? Right. But the thing that came away, that I came away with, was exactly what you talked about for about a year and a half now. <laughs> it's that Club Med thing, like what... Pat Shermer was to me, between Joe Judge and Pat Shermer, if they were both my bosses, I would go to Pat Shermer to give him bad news. Because I don't want to give it to Joe Judge. Because he's going to yell at me. 
He's going to hold right. me accountable. I'm going to tell Pat Shermer. He's going to tell me, that's okay, Jerry. You're an idiot. It's okay. We'll take care of it. Joe Judge is going to, you know, kick treat me the, the way he should. Right, right. Kick me <laughs> in the butt. So that was the, the, the biggest thing I took away from their pressers. You know, mm-hmm. what I noticed also, Judge thanked people for about a minute and 30 seconds. Shermer did it for about three minutes. And I'm not... It, it was like Joe Judge was almost like, okay, I'm here. Thanks, these guys. Thanks, my dad. Thank my dad, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's go. Here's my vision. And it seemed like Shermer was cracking jokes. Uh, it, it just, it was a much different feel to it, and it was refreshing to see. That's yeah. all. The difference between the two of them. Yeah, well, listen, he's a, he's a very intense young man. He's 38, and he's intense, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could just look at him, and you look at his eyes, and you're like, this guy is one intense dude, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now... Um, yeah, I, listen, I think he was sending a message out to the players to like, listen, you know, I, I, I kind of heard it was a little bit soft around here and those days are over. Right. Thank God. Now he's going to have to work that fine line, fine line, right? Joe, you, he, you can't go into a locker room. This isn't, you know, in the NFL and be intense 24 hours a day. Right. The grown men now, a lot of them are grown men, you know? Right, right, right. right. And you know, so he's going to have to walk that fine line between intensity and winning and knowing when to take the foot off the game. Yep. Uh, we don't know yet. I mean, I don't know. I can't say he's going to do it. He's not going to do it. I don't know. We'll see, yeah. you know? Um, so that, listen, um, he's got a lot of bell and talk about anything, anything, yeah. player-wise, coach-wise. I mean, he, I, you know, we were talking to him after the presser in the hallway and he wouldn't even admit anything about Jones. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you said that. Uh, I mean, I asked him twice about Daniel Jones. First, it was like, uh, you know, what did you think? You know, and he was like, oh, I'm not going to get into personnel. And then I said, okay, coach. Um, no, I know. I was being respectful. I was like, coach, well, the reason why I'm asking is because you did see him live. You played against him, you know, right, when he went right. to Foxborough. And he just looked at me and goes, listen, I respect the question, but, but I'm not talking about any personnel yet. And I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> he wouldn't talk about anything, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, some people – that that hit the media. That hit the papers. Um, some people wrote about that. Okay, right, right. and people were concerned. I saw people on Twitter like, "Oh, what does that mean? You know, does that mean he doesn't like Jones?" Uh, no, it doesn't. He just doesn't want to see anything until he looks at these guys over and over. You yeah, know. Yeah. But some people did take it like, "Oh, that's not a glowing endorsement." It seems like he didn't even mention Jones, right? Yeah. And no, that's not what he meant. I, I'm pretty sure that's not what he meant. You know, but he's got that. You could tell that Belichick ways well. Already, he was basically telling the media, I, "I'm not telling you nothing." You know. Well, that's <laughs> so. got to that's got to be a little frustrating for somebody like you because you don't ask you don't ask BS questions. You, you don't ask gotcha questions. You're just you're in it to find out the answers and, and relay it to the Giant fan, right? Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. You're a good bridge yeah. from the Giant fan to the Giants. Well, and and so my point is, it, it was it, it struck me in the Sherman presser again. He he said one thing he learned. Two year, uh, with his from his stint with uh, Cleveland, was that information travels fast off of reporters, mm-hmm. so it used to be very cloak and dagger. But he's going to be more open with them, and that was his goal. And I thought, wow, did you? That did not happen based on everything Chris has no. said for about two years. No, and no. and to have that same issue now, I mean, it's got to be a little frustrating, like because it works when you oh. win, but when you lose, it's very frustrating. Well, that's the key, Jerry, right there. Sherman didn't win, so it didn't fly, right? Mm-hmm. If Judge wins, he gets away with it. Yeah, I mean, he, he learned from the best. Belichick goes up there every presser, tells you nothing, nothing. right? Yeah, um, and then tells you nothing again, yeah. <laughs> you know. And but he's also got six Super Bowl rings, so you have to deal with it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. So listen, 
I understand. I mean, if that's the way he's going to be, fine, whatever. You know, well, you know, I'm hoping he's a little more old. Listen, he, he kind of made a point, Jerry, of saying, I'm not going to be like Belichick. I'm not out here to try to be like Belichick. I'm my own person. And that was one concern of mine. I, I mentioned that. I want him to, to try to be like Belichick, you right, know? Right. Just be your own man. And he says he is his own man. And we, from what I understand, he is, Jerry. And I'm sure he will be. Now, do I want him taking a ton of crap from Belichick? Yeah, football-wise, of course. Right. Of course. You're going you're to be an idiot not to, right? Right, right, right. As far as personality-wise, I just, you know, I, I just hope he doesn't try to be like, you know, Belichick and everything that Bill does that, you know. Uh, but time will tell on that, you know. Um, and we'll see. You know, we, we'll see. Um, he's a very intense guy, Jerry, like I said. And it's going to be um, – it's going to be, I guess, good for the organization, but, you know, you have to walk that fine line a little bit, So you know, as far as intensity when no when to lighten up and, you know, and listen, Jerry, Belichick's a very intense guy. We know that, right? We yeah. know he tells nobody anything, right, right. right? Everybody, nothing, right? Right. But he has a whole other side to him behind the scenes, Belichick. A lot of people don't really know about. He, like, he, he fools around. Mm-hmm. He'll cut jokes with players. He, he's got one-liners, but he just refuses to show that to the media. Yep. Point being, the point being, Jerry, I don't want to go on a, a long rant. No, 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 point, dude, this is this is gold. I'm not kidding. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the point being is that I have no problem if Judge wants to be like that with the media. I really don't. Listen, it's not my job to tell Coach Judge what, what to say. It really isn't. But it does limit your questions, though, because it's almost like you get yeah. you, you must get to the point where you're like, I don't even want to ask anything because he's just going to say, yeah, we're on to this team. Or, or just give you the one-liners that Belichick gives. Yeah. It's got to make yeah. your job harder, though. Well, it's going to make it a little frustrating, but we'll, we'll see. Listen, Jerry, I'm not, I don't want to say anything how he's going to be. It's yeah, just yeah. the first impression, that's that's the way he's going to be, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, <clears throat> you know, you hope that Judge has a whole other side to himself when he's dealing with these players, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they see the human side of him. Fools, you know, at times when he has to fool about. Another thing he brought out, Jerry, <clears throat> can I go on to one more other point? Go, you do what you want, pal. Okay. <clears throat> he mentioned um, – Live tackling in practice. Oh, that was another. Yeah. Okay. He said, oh, we're going to we're gonna have the pads on, and we're going to work on fundamentals and techniques, and we're going to hit, and we're going to have live tackling. Jerry, excuse me. Um, I put it on Twitter after the presser. In two years on the Sherma, I didn't see one practice. Not one. Well, real quick, what I would ask you, like, yeah. how, does, uh, how does Dexter Lawrence look? How does R.J. McIntosh look? You go, I don't know. I can just tell you how the defensive backs look because there's no hitting. And I was, it was like, really? And, and then I went to practice a couple times last year. I'm like, yeah. now I know. It's almost like a glorified touch game. Right. I mean, a lot like, of times like people... All you could see were the skill positions. That was it. That's the only thing you could gauge. Anyway. Right. It, it was just like... And if you remember, Jerry, that's all I put on Twitter. It was like, well, I can tell you how the defensive backs are covering. Right. Because that's all yeah. you really see, right? It's amazing. And so many people ask me, like, oh, how's this guy look at guard? How's this guy look at tackle? Oh, uh, I can only tell you so much because they're not really hitting, you know? Right. So in two years, Sherry didn't have one practice, Sherry, not one, yeah. where guys were hitting live game-like tackling. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. And to me, that is not good. So Judge already said, we're going to have live tackling. And to be you fair, know? you always complain about that. You This isn't always. Monday morning quarterbacking. You always said you didn't like always. that. Always. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, I mean, how do you not have one practice? You know what I mean? I know there's only a certain amount of practices now with the CBA. You could actually live tackle and all that crap with the pads on. Right. But he didn't have one. Yeah. And so Judge made a point of saying, oh, no, we're going to have live tackling. We're going to work on things in practice. And we're going to do it, he said we're going to do it safely. 
Right. I was very happy to hear that, Jerry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, these are some of the changes, you know, he wants to make um, to this organization. And um, But I could tell you this, Jerry, quickly, <clears throat> that you could see why he blew him away in the interview. Yeah, I'm telling absolutely. you, you yeah, can see yeah. why. Yeah. Yep. No question. Yeah, it was an A-plus press conference. It was insane. That was yeah, great. And I could just imagine what he was like behind closed doors talking football with these guys, you know? So, we'll see. So, you said changes. Some of the things that he kept the same, which we loved, uh, Ty yeah. Tolbert and Tom McGahee. Yeah, he wouldn't even admit that. He wouldn't even admit that to me. I asked him about McGahee, and he says, oh, uh, nothing's out of your psych. I'm not going to comment on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, well, it's all over Twitter, coach. You're keeping him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, but he, he's keeping McGahee, which we were very happy about. Right, Jerry? Yeah, very. Um, he's keeping, um, um, oh, Tyke Tolbert. Yep. Tolbert, which we felt he should have stayed. Mm-hmm. We also feel that the tight ends coach, Lunda Wells, deserves to be back. And yep. nothing has been mentioned about him yet. So we hopefully he stays. Yeah. So like we and said, now, two, out of, two out of three that we wanted. Right. And now, of course, you know, last night's news uh, that he is bringing in Patrick Graham from the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I wanted you to get into that. I wanted to get your take okay. on that. Um, He's a one-year defensive coordinator, you know, with Brian Flores over there in Miami. They all know each other from New England. They all coach together. So it's he likes, obviously, he likes the guy and likes what he brings to the table. Yeah. Now, I am not saying Patrick Graham's not going to be a good coordinator. Uh, you know, I reached out to a few people. A few people said, um, very sharp mind, right? Good defensive mind. Guy from okay. Yale. He went to Yale or something. Yeah, he actually, he actually did a little stint where I went to school, too. Wagner College. He was oh, a nice. graduate assistant over there, too. There um, you go. Wagner. So, yeah. So, um, they beat Duke back in the day, by the way. Yeah, yeah. way back in the day. Yeah, nice. Okay. So, um, now nah, he... He led a 30th ranked defense last season. Yeah. Um, now, in all fairness to Patrick Graham, not a lot of talent over there, right? Right. They traded Minka Fitzpatrick, their best player, probably, um, before the season. Uh, you know, to trade him to Pittsburgh. Um. Now, Jerry, uh, to me, here's here's the concern I have, um, is that Brian Flores let him interview for the same job. It's not like he was a defensive backs coach and he let him interview for the coordinator, right? Yeah, it's a good point. So he, Brian Flores had no problem with the Giants interviewing him for the coordinator in the same, you know, the same position over with the Giants. And to me, if he was thought that highly of in a building, why the hell would Flores let him walk? Right. Yeah, and 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 so it, maybe is, it's is more the, behind the scenes. I just I find that a little concerning, Jerry. Is defensive coordinator of the Giants? that much better than defensive coordinator of the Dolphins, right? Like, I, I mean, obviously you're going to ask you or me or every Giant fan, I'm going to say, of course it's a better job. But realistically, you go from one DC to the other, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a weird move for me, too. I, I'm, I'm not judging it yet. No, no pun intended. But um, it is, uh, it's a little puzzling. You would have mm-hmm. thought he'd bring someone. But... You know, he worked with him in New England. Uh, he was the uh, yeah, Giants yeah. assistant D-line coach in 16 and 17. Yep. Uh, smart guy. So, hey, let's give it a chance. But it was a, 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 a I guess you raised your eyebrows to it, right? That's yeah, I suppose he was well-liked here in the building Yeah, with the Giants when he was here, you know? Yep. Um, so, I, I just thought it was like, why would, if Flores liked this guy so much, why do you let him interview and then walk, right? Why yeah. do you just say, no, you're not interviewing my coordinator. What are you, nuts? You know? Yeah. Um, so it was a little weird. Um, I was, 
you know, you know my preference. I was hoping a couple other guys would get the job. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have had a problem with Wade Phillips because there's a guy you could have leaned on a little bit too, you know? Uh, I, there's certain guys like Pat Shermer that are good coordinators and bad head coaches. I think Wade Phillips is in that category. Absolutely. Right. So he, right now on this staff, Jerry, there is really no like veteran type coach that say, okay, maybe help guide him a little bit in some things he has to do as a head coach, right? Yeah, yeah. So now he has to fill in the offensive coordinator position. Um, a couple of names have been thrown around. I know one of them is Freddie Kitchens. Uh-huh. Um, oh, who I he mean, knows from Mississippi State. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, I, I, I know there's it's a, it's a similar to Patrick, but that was such a disaster in Cleveland. Yeah. I, I am not on board now, with Freddie Kitchens. Uh, guys like Jay Gruden are out there, you know? Yeah, that's okay. Um, uh, so, you know, we'll see where he wants to go in that direction. Um. I'm just surprised. I, I'm looking for like a veteran. I'm thinking maybe are they going to bring in like a veteran coach that maybe has a little head coaching experience, right? Yeah. So we could kind of, but maybe, you know what? Judge is his own man. Maybe Judge is like, I don't need no veteran guy. I'm well, going to pick my own. Listen, he's picking his own guys. I know the ridiculousness out there, but Gettleman is picking, he's picking yeah, everything stop. in, including his nose, Please you know, stop. including Judge's nose. It's not true. Please Judge stop. is picking his own staff. Yeah. You know? He, so. he hired a guy today that you got to get a little excited about based on his work with Garoppolo. And um and Brissett, uh Jerry Shaplinsky from uh, uh, New England as the quarterbacks yeah. coach. So that one, you know, that's a that's a move that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. He hired a, a D line coach named Freddie Roach, who I was joking said I love his work in the boxing world. I, I just know the only Freddie Roach I know is the one who worked with Manny Pacquiao and a bunch of <laughs> other boxers. Right. But um, apparently, what he was at Ole Miss. Um, so yeah. I, you know, I, I know nothing about Freddie Roach other than the boxing guy. Uh, yeah. But but, so, but Shaplinsky, that's a good hire, I think. Like. You know, he worked with Garoppolo. He's, you know, going to the conference uh, conference game. Um, Brissett uh, was a name that was thrown around forever as the next up-and-coming guy. I don't know if, New- if uh, Indianapolis is going to go with him, but both have said very good things about him. He's going to get to work with Daniel Jones. I'm psyched about that hire. Yeah, yeah, he should be, right? So um, I guess, you know, he's he's finishing off his staff here, man. We'll see, what, you know, we'll see. A lot, of fam- uh, a lot of guys he's familiar with, right? Yeah. That's what he's going with. Who so, do you who uh, do you think he'll go with for OC? You have no idea, Jerry. I really don't know, man. Yeah, I really don't know. I couldn't even guess. If you had you your know? preference, who would you go with? Oh man, I, I, I get. You know what? Who's out there? Like Jay Gruden's out there, right? Yeah. I, I tell you, I wouldn't mind seeing a Jay Gruden. He's a decent here, OC, decent offensive coordinator. I wouldn't mind seeing him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't either. So, uh, you know, but I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But, um, I mean, overall, I, I, you know, I'm trying not to get too excited about it because it's just a press conference. Um, but it just, it, it went over so well and it was mm-hmm. received so well by the giant fan base. And that when was. you see the, when you see the past ones, it's like, man, this is what, what a, a stark difference night and day from, from what we had before. And I know that, you know, you always get excited. You always get, you know, I don't remember walking away from Shermer's feeling this way. I felt like, okay, we, at least we have a grown up, like they said, we have a professional now, right. Uh, right. but it wasn't like the, oh man, are we back now? Are we, do we have pride again? Are we going to, you know, like you said, punch him in the nose. Like that's how I felt like coming away from it. And he's mentioned in North Jersey, South Jersey, you know, mm-hmm. New York. I'm like, oh, this guy gets it, man. And uh, you know, well, Philly guy. So. Yeah, he's an Eagles fan. He was an Eagles fan. Yeah. Well, we all yeah. have our, we all have our faults. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was an Eagles fan. He was talking about his brother was a Giants fan. Die a Giants fan. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. 
So, um, yeah, listen, Jerry, well, only thing that matters is what? It's going to be in next September when they start playing the games. Yeah, when they and, asked about culture, he said uh, winning. I'm like, oh, great. great yeah, answer. that was great, right? Uh, great that, answer. That winning breeds culture, right, Jerry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, <laughs> so, right. You know, if you if you come out next year and you you know you're four and two after six games and you know things turn around, you know it's a lot of optimism. So next year and you, yeah, you you said you talked to these guys on the side. What were some of the questions you asked him? What were some of the questions you asked Gettleman? Um, Gettleman, I asked Gettleman, when did you know he was your guy? Yeah, and he looked at me, said. Halfway through, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Halfway through. Right. You know, um, he says, I, you know, I could have sat there and talked football with him all day. Right. He was that impressive, you know. And, you know, Jerry, I, you know, you know, uh, I was on last week talking with, you know, on the fan with Evan Roberts and Beningo. We were talking about, about how they were blown away with this interview. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people out there want to accuse the Giants of lying about this, right. you know. It's so ridiculous, you know. Uh, you know, he blew him away, Jerry. Yeah, right. It happens. Yeah. You know, this wasn't some lie that Maris tell him because they didn't get Matt Rule. You know. Yeah. They, they, the guy really impressed him, man, and they're hoping he's the next like Mike Tomlin, a young guy that comes in there and is, you know, and he's in there, and he throws fire in his organization, and he turns it around, Jerry. Yeah. They loved him. This, this is no, this is no lies, no mask, you know. Masquerade act by the Giants. The guy blew him away, man. That's what happened. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not unheard of to. I mean, in any any line of work where you, you're not, you have no expectations or you have little expectations, and then someone comes in and you're like, wow, this this is the guy I'm, I'm bringing in. This is the guy I'm hiring. Um, so I don't know why, uh, you know, that, there was any rumors around that. And people like to create stories, like we said that that last what was it Tuesday morning was the worst of Twitter ever was. Um, that was horrific, or Monday morning, whenever it was, um, when, you know, it, the rumor was that Matt Rule, they couldn't even get Matt Rule into the building. Well, they made their decision already. So sometimes that happens. And it was good to hear John Mara confirm that. Um, so that was pretty refreshing. What I also loved is there were some buffoonish questions, not going to name who, but there were some buffoonish questions that he got where he just, I thought it was beautiful the way he answered them. There was the one about, uh, they asked him about a play in New England. Like, come on. I mean, seriously? Yeah, I mean, that's that was ridiculous. Yeah. So. And then uh, there was a couple other ones. But I thought he handled it well. I think seems like a guy who's just ready for the New York market and can, can handle that. And yeah. it's not too big for him. So You know what, Jerry? You know, a guy you know was born up in Philly, he knows what it's about. Yeah, right. Because they're not easy there. Which is good. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, but he's, you know, he's been around there and all that. So he knows what football means to people in this area, you know? Yeah. Um, he's got that tough, you could tell he's got that toughness to him and all that. And um, so he feels he's ready for the moment, Jerry. You know, he, he wanted to be a head coach. And um, if it didn't work out here with the Giants, he was going to be the head coach of Mississippi State. So he was ready for the title. You know, he's ready to get on a hot seat, man. And he's going to, you know, he's not going to be intimidated by this hot seat of being a head coach in the New York area, you know? Uh, that's the impression I got from him, man. He's ready for the challenge. Yeah, then there were some people making fun of that, like, oh, we stole a guy from Mississippi State. What are the Giants doing? Just trying to constantly well, create bad news. Yeah, come on. There's a lot of buffoonness. There's a lot of buffoonness going on out there. Get a life. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's also, there was also one guy who thinks it should have been Jason Garrett or nobody. So, I mean, you know, there you go. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's that the was, mentality. You know yeah. what I mean? And then when it doesn't work, they, they, they yeah. write narratives about that. So, 
And, 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 hey, Jerry, speaking of Jason Garrett, there's another guy. I wouldn't mind. I tell you, if you went out and, and grabbed him for offensive coordinator, all right, bring him in. Isn't it funny? If they hired Jay Gruden or Jason Garrett as head coaches, we would lose our minds. But as OCs, we're both like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That makes sense. Like, yeah. Shermer. Shermer's a good OC. He's going to yeah, be good in Denver. Yeah, yeah, listen, I'm glad Pat Shermer landed on his feet quickly, Jerry. Yeah. I really am. Right. You know, I know he got the job out there in Denver. He's going to be working with Fangio out there, running the offense, and he's going to be working with the kid, right? Drew Locke. Yeah. So I'm happy for him, Jerry. He's a good guy, Sherman. I always said that. I just don't, you know, he's not an offensive, uh, excuse me, he's not a head coach in this league, in my opinion. I think yeah. that's been proven, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and I'm happy that he landed a job pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, what is McAdoo? How about McAdoo, bud? Is he ever going to get back in or what? It was such a, his his reign was such a disaster the second year. <laughs> I mean, I watch, it, it's funny, when, like, you start watching the pressers, and I'm like, well, let me watch this presser. Let me watch that one. And then I watched the slick back hair version of Ben McAdoo. Right. And someone asked him, what was your halftime speech? And he just said, um, and he said nothing. I mean, it's so embarrassing. His answers were horrible. Uh, the, the Detroit loss week two when he said sloppy quarterback play. Thought, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I get enough crap from Ben and Lisa when I jokingly talk about Eli. And everybody's got to get over that. That's, a, you know, guys, it's half joking. Um but yeah, he just destroyed him to the media. I don't. I think it was such a disaster. He has to be a, a coordinator for like ten more years before he could even think about a head coaching position. So yeah, to, I think someone will. Someone would give him a shot. But that's why, like, when I hear Freddie Kitchens, that was a disaster in Cleveland so bad, and he didn't seem to know what to do with that offense. Um, I, I just, I, I don't like Freddie Kitchens. I don't want him. No. Nah, I don't want him either, man. You know? Like, so there, we'll there, see. there are some hires they can make that I would not be happy with. That's one of them. Speaking of Lisa, Jerry. Oh, yeah. It, did I see that? Yeah, she, she Serious with that tattoo of Eli Manning? Uh, she put do something out take, there. Do you want to take a shot at her? Well, I said I triple dog dare you. That's all I wrote back. Because she said, what do you think about this, me getting this tattoo? And it was this huge thing of Eli Manning, his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, Lisa, I triple dog dare you. Go ahead. I think she will. I, think I, she- I don't know her personally, but, you know, I'm sure she, if she's thinking about it, I'm sure she, you know, I mean, if she put that out there, she's thinking about it, right? Well, the Twitter version of her would. How about that? I don't know her either, but the Twitter version of her. Right. I, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I meant, you know, Twitter version of her. I, I can see her doing it. So, Lisa, let us know if you... Jerry, any comment about her doing that? Do you think that's uh, what do you think about her doing that? I think that's a great fan. I I mean, I there I've I have a buddy who has once a giant, always a giant, with uh, on, on his arm. Well, one of the buffoon crew guys. Okay. With an NY, like that's that's nuts. It's awesome, but you're out of your mind to do that. But I think it's great. It's great fandom. I think if Lisa did that, I think she's a great fan. Now I you're, cool. I, you're trying to back me in. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I'm trying to back in. I'm asking you, what do you think about? No, I think it's great. I think it's, I thought you. I thought you were waiting for me to say like you know maybe they should throw one of him, or, or put one of him throwing like an incomplete screen pass or something like that. Oh my god! You know what? Oh, you backed me in. No, I'm just kidding, Lisa. That's man. unbelievable, man. Uh, here we go. We're gonna get you just can't points. help yourself, can you? Uh, but Lisa, it's fun. It's good stuff. I love Eli. No, but Lisa, let us know, man. If you do that ink, I'm sure she's gonna show us though if she does show if she does do it. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, about the games this weekend. Anything yeah, surprising? I was just gonna say, dude, like, God, do I miss the Giants playing? But 
this was the first weekend in a long time that I enjoyed watching the playoffs. And I think, obviously, one, the Eagles are out. But two, I, I just feel like, I feel like we got our guy. And I can move forward with the Giants. So I was just watching these games, um, just sitting back, relaxing, and enjoying them. And I am sh- I, the, the, the two games I didn't have, that I don't think anybody had over the last two weekends, were the Vikings beating the Saints and then the Titans beating the Ravens. Dude, I listen to so much talk radio where expert after expert after expert gambling, um, you know, uh, NFL guys came on. The one game they said they'll cover. The Ravens will destroy the Titans, yeah. and wouldn't you know? Oh my God, what a what a coaching job by Vrabel! And, and I tell you what, man, you, you got to be crazy betting against them Sunday, man. The way these guys are playing, man, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, you're be right. crazy to bet against. Them. I think it's like seven and a half or something. You got to be crazy to bet against them, man. Yeah, they are um, on a roll. They're on a roll. What a what a running game, and uh, man, everybody's, you know, it's I put it out there. Well, running backs matter, huh? I mean. Derrick yep. Henry is incredible. I know that the line is good. Oh, man, what he's doing, yeah. But but uh, what a what a job by him. And it's funny because then Banks chimes in with fanalytics and you know running backs <laughs> matter, guys. Like yeah. So and yesterday, um, you just saw some unbelievable quarterback play with Rodgers and Wilson, right? Uh, Wilson, I thought he was going to pull it out, man. He was unbelievable. Well, Jerry. Who knows if he would have got that ball back in his hands? But yeah. Rogers made an unbelievable throw to Devontae Adams. Yeah, and, and, and then dude, made... Rogers is great, but it just seems like Wilson's doing it by himself, which is unbelievable. Oh man, you know, I thought it, when it was like twenty-eight to ten or whatever it was, Jerry, I was like, this game is done, you know. Yep. And he brought them back. I mean, he is amazing. That was just two great quarterbacks yesterday. Also, you know, it's a... and then you see, you know, the earlier game with Mahomes, Jerry. Um, He's just amazing. This, you know what, dude? There's some amazing quarterbacks in this league today. There really is. Yeah, I mean, and you Deshaun know? Watson was the losing quarterback, and he's really good, right? And he's unbelievable, man. But I, you know? I, and, go ahead, I'm I sorry. was going to say, no, I, I, we were talking about yesterday. I, I think Kansas City, and I said this to you yesterday, I think Kansas City needed that. They almost needed a wake-up call because, like, if they go in and destroy to the Texans right from the start, I, could, I can envision them next week thinking they got it because they're playing right, the Titans. Right. I'm right. not that they would, but like you could see it happening, right? You could see it happening. But yep. because they had to come back, it's almost like this game's they're going to take this more seriously now. For some, that's all, that's the least the way I think. I don't know. I think they needed that yesterday. And what the hell was Bill O'Brien thinking about in that fake punt? Uh, if I, it's a good thing I'm not an owner because I would have fired him after the game. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I don't know what he was thinking about. You know, he said something in in the post game press about well, we we knew we needed a lot of points to beat these guys, but then early. But then early on, fourth and short, he kicked the field goal. Yeah, like, and you know what he said about? about what he said there? He goes, oh, and I didn't like the plays we had. What the yeah, hell? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? How many plays I, you have on fourth and one? And then, and then late in the game, in the fourth quarter, they're down 48-31, and he was going to punt on fourth and fifth, uh, five or I, something I, like that. I and this show Deshaun Watson looked at him like, we got to go for it here. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, hold on, time out. Let me think of something. I mean, oh, my God. It's, that was alarming. That really was, man. Yeah, the, the game management by some of these coaches is just so bad. Oh, Bill O'Brien is just like, wow, you know? Um, Jerry, I have to be honest with you. He's won the division four to five years, right? So you got you to gotta give him credit for that. But would it shock you if he gets fired like tomorrow morning? No, because that's as far as he's going to take you. He showed you his flaws in a game like that. He made three or four horrific 
It's one thing to not go for it on fourth and one. But to call a fake punt where he was up 24-7? the hell is wrong with you? What are you, nuts? You could see an owner saying, all right, he's a good coach, but we have Deshaun Watson. Can this guy take us to the next level with this kid? You know? Right. And say, you know what? Get, get. I'm telling you, you could see it. You could see it, man. Yeah, at some point, you're just like, this guy can't take us there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to make a change, and I, yeah. you know, again, they're lucky I'm not an owner. I don't have that kind of money because yeah. I would I would be well, you're I would, close. Yeah, I, I would be more like Stein, <laughs> I would be more like Steinbrenner, <laughs> unfortunately. Like, up oh, fire this guy, fire that guy, bring him in. And Jerry, a guy I mentioned like halfway through the year, and people were like, oh, stop, the coordinator for the Vikings. You can't remember? Oh Look yeah, who got the job. Who got the job in Cleveland. Yeah. And that was what the third time was the charm for him, right? He interviewed three times, I think. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how Stefanski does over there in Cleveland. You know, I, I kind of like his offensive mind. So, of course, he's dealing with a bunch of uh, very unique individuals over there. You know. Yeah, really. So, uh, it'd be interesting to see how he works that offense over there, and if he gets that shit because they got a lot of talent over there, man. They they do have a lot of talent. You know, they and, just uh, they just couldn't have a you know you, you can't have a bartender as a head coach. You know what I mean? Right. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And Josh McDaniels got uh, left out again, huh? Yeah, yeah. McDaniels is back with Belichick yeah. until they fire O'Brien. No, no, I don't know. Right now, yep. Right now he's back in New England. Uh, so good. that's it. No more coaching, no opportunities. Yeah, good stuff. So McDaniels wants a lot of control. Even if the Giants put him in, Jerry, I don't, it wasn't going to work out here. Yeah, you know? right, right. He wants to. He wants to be like a GM, also. Right. He wants to. He wants to. You know, run the show sort of like Belichick does. You know, so um, that wouldn't have worked out here in New York, now, even if they brought him in. You know, so. Would you say he uh, really has no honor? Right. He went. On, he went back on his word with the Colts. Yeah, I mean, it's somebody you really trust, anyway. You know, so we'll see if it worked out, man. They got another guy from New England, so. Speaking of that, Chris, I wanted to share a story with you. My 13-year-old, somebody did something at school, and uh, I think my wife asked her, oh, did you, did you say anything to the teacher? And my daughter said, I'm not a rat, and I thought of you, buddy. I was like, oh, look at that. I'm not a rat. Chris Bizignano would be so proud of you right now. Nice job, kid. <laughs> Always keep two things in mind. Always keep your mouth shut and never rat on your friends. There you go. There you go, Robert De Niro. Nice Which- job. Unfortunately, uh, is not is <laughs> does not really fly anymore in no no today's New York area no no it doesn't but right. people more than willing to uh, spill their guts out to the authorities so. <laughs> <laughs> nice um, anything else you want to touch on no um, let's start, let's just remind people that there will be an extra OTA session now because new head coaches get an extra few days oh nice there you go. Like when Sherman did a couple of years ago. Yeah. So, so um, the Giants will have a couple of extra days to uh, get the team together there. You know. Yep. Uh, I guess I guess that'd be a little bit of a test to see what veteran or something doesn't show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I expect everybody to be there with a new head coach. Oh, with know? this with this guy, I'd be afraid not to show up. Um. Yeah. Because I, you know, this guy probably will cut your butt in a second if he yeah. doesn't like what's going on. You right. know. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to that. You know, you know, it's the middle of January, man. It's a couple months away. For, you know, April, three months away. So that's to happens. Whatever the drafts, 
round the, you know, Jeff, it's not that far off anymore, Jerry. Yeah, so, you know? so he's going to hire the rest of his staff. We'll talk about that next week. We'll bring back some Twitter questions. We will go back to buffoons oh, yeah, of the yeah. week. We'll do buffoons of the week again because there were a lot in the media this week. Colin Coward could have been one. I mean, there's a, a crap load of what do you, Oh, God, what the hell did he say now? That it was one of the, it was, it was, I don't know. We said it before. I don't know if that was him who said, who made fun of the Giants for going after a guy who uh, wanted the Mississippi State job. I don't know if he said that oh, okay. or, you know, it, there were, there were a couple of things he said this week. I, I, it's escaping me because we don't have buffoon of the week right now, but you know what? I feel good about ourselves. I think we can go back to it, but he said a couple of things on Twitter about the Giants, making fun of the Giants about, I know he made fun of the Giants about rule about not getting him in the building, uh, stuff right. like that, you know, just, um, there's no idea what he's talking about. Just right. a, he's a bomb thrower. And then Stephen A. Smith and, uh, uh, what's it? Oh, Skip Bayless. Um, oh, gosh. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Sterling, uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Shannon Sharp. Yeah. 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 So and Stephen A. Smith said some stupid things, but we'll go back to the buffoon of the week probably next week. Well, we have to do oh, that again. Oh, well, we're not, we're not going to be, um, doing the podcast the next week. So, um, I guess, what are you looking at for United Chiefs, Jerry? What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, it's uh, tough to beat the 49ers. It's going to be right? hard for the for the Packers to go in there and win. I think they got and smoked I, already by them. Yeah, like I said, I, I think Tennessee is on a magical run, but because of what happened yesterday to the Chiefs and the way they came back, I, I don't see how the Chiefs are going to lose that game at home. I think yeah. this is the year Andy Reid gets there, and I think he wins it. Um, I mean, we can get oh. into that later, but yeah. I really hope we talked about this. I have no ill will towards Andy Reid. He is not an eagle anymore. I hope the best for him. I, I think he's a great coach. Um, his time just wore out in Philly. He's one of those guys. Is just he was there too long. You know, it is what it is. The message gets uh, gets weak after a while. So. And um, the 49ers, I mean, that defensive front just dominated up there last week, man, right? How, how good How good is Bosa as a rookie? I mean, Buckner's, oh, good. Buckner's yeah, a stud, too. But man, Bosa, what an impact! Year one, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that was that draft pick. Uh, that was a no no brainer, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. They, no brainer, man. So holy, yeah, cow. they're gonna be tough to beat. Their, their defense was really good last week, and uh, I think they, honestly, Jerry, I think they're gonna beat up on the Packer offensive line too. Um, I think they're gonna dominate that game Sunday too. So you know, you know what else? A personal standpoint, the only team that's of the teams that are left, the only one that has a decent fan base around here is really the Packers. Like, I don't know a lot of 49er chief or Tennessee fans. So if the Packers don't, it's going to be interesting to see how many Tennessee, if the Titans win the Super Bowl, how many Tennessee shirts you're going to start seeing, right? That's what little kids will wear. But outside yeah. of that, like what grownups are going to have it. So I don't think the Packers are going to beat the, uh, the 49ers. Uh, and it, you know, out of those teams that are left, that's really the only one with a big fan base around here. Yep. Yep. They have a you know, their fan base is strong. quickly. Uh, uh, can we let's get off the side one second. Yeah, what yeah. about the base? What about the baseball news today? Huh? Yeah, the suspensions, right? Wow. Well, first they were suspended for a year, and then the owner just fired them. So get out of here. Oh, Focus. I didn't see that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. AJ Hinch and the general manager of the Astros was suspended a year, and then the owner came down a short while later and fired both of them. Oh. I guess who's next? <laughs> Alex Cora. <laughs> well, yeah. I, 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 I got to be honest with you, Jerry. You know, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan. And I don't like rubbing that in. Like, but I if don't, it's true, yeah. get Cora out of here. Yeah. Get him out of my face. Yeah. They, they're saying, Jerry, you ready for this? They're saying that Cora was the mastermind behind this in Houston. Crazy. That's crazy. So, 
more's coming out of him. They expect him to be suspended soon. I expect the Red Sox ownership to fire his butt immediately if it is true. The allegations that's coming out on him now. Okay. Yeah. So and, and that's severe cheating, right? I mean, that's we, cheating. We that's cheating. That's cheating using technology. It's not yeah. cheating trying to steal a catcher's sign at second base or whatever. That's all part of the game. Right. I was going to say like Bobby. Tom- oh, they say they say Bobby Thompson had the the sign yeah. for the shot around. Whatever. I think that's that's, not, that's gamesmanship. That's not cheating. That that's what that goes on in baseball. Right. Okay. Right. But if they use you know using technology and you know using Apple watches and banging on cans and stealing for some dope in center fields transmitting signals yeah. and stuff like that, yeah, get, get him out. Get, yeah, fire I agree. him. I agree. Fire him. Get Cora out of my face. You don't like him so, anyway, right? Not a big Cora uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big Cora guy. No, I'm not. Yeah. So and if this if this stuff is true and you know uh, so it's it stains the World Series championship. I was you know? going to say, do they now give that World Series championship to the Yankees? Because, you know, they beat the Yankees on the way in. Oh, uh, it's a shame the Yankees got robbed yeah. if this stuff was true. Oh, they won seven buddy. games. Nice. Well, I, you, know, I, you know, I say it like it is, dude. You do. And tw- Yankees, you know, 2017 went seven games with them. And who knows what edges they were getting, right? Yeah. Uh, even last year, when Altuve hit that home run off Chapman, Chapman had a look on his face like, "You son of a, you know what? You knew yeah, that he, was coming." He, I'm telling you. he was laughing, and you see it come out. He was laughing like you knew that was coming. Like now you know why he had that smirk on his face, Chapman. Yeah. So anyway, we don't not to get off football too much, but pretty unbelievable news. And if these guys were doing that stuff, well, obviously they knew the Astros were doing it. And if Cora was doing it, get him out of boss. Get him out of my face. Get rid of him too. <laughs> it's so funny. The way the, it's just. If, if people only knew how much you like the Red Sox, too. It's not just Giants. The Red Sox, yeah. it might be like one in one A. Because get out, get them out of my face. You know, uh, it stains the whole championship now. Now everybody's like, ah, oh, you guys cheated, too. You know, thanks a lot, Al. <laughs> Good stuff, buddy. Jackass. Uh, anything else? I hope Judge cheats like that. No, no, no. I'm only kidding. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll do anything. No, that's win. it, bud. I'll see you next week. All right, guys, we print finally uh, this week. A lot of stuff about Judge Gettleman. Uh, Chris has three pieces in there. Uh, has an interview with what? You interviewed Nick Gates. Nick Gates. Yeah. 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 So um, a lot of good stuff. We'll print at the end of the week. So if you want to order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app. Also, The Giant Insider website is very old and archaic, and you can just order from it now. I just got a te- an email back. We are working on doing something there uh, bigger, a lot bigger um, than it used to be. So Chris will, God willing, be able to post his uh, camp updates throughout the season uh, on the website and stuff like that. So that'll be good stuff. And I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but based on the news we got back, seems like they're on board with us doing this. So very psyched. Yep. And of course, we might have some pretty good news coming down the pike. Uh, something me and you are working on, Jerry, right? Yes, that would be incredible. A friend of ours, I should say a friend of ours is working on big time. Uh, so hopefully that comes out. We'll, we're not going to say anything yet, but hopefully it's pretty big, right? Yeah, it would be incredible. It's a yes. teaser, folks. Teaser, baby. If, um, hopefully, you know, hopefully it does. So we'll see. If we have a, you know, a good friend, a very good man working on something, and hopefully it comes out. It would, would be absolutely incredible. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.